0: Crew, we're here for another episode of the Shades of Blue Soccer Show. That song is over there, and that band is the Vanden Arms. Thank you to them for both of our intro songs. And I'm sticking with the USA-themed intro because the Yanks are looking good on all accounts right now.
1: Oh man, I don't know if I'd go there.
0: <laughs> That—that's what—that's what we keep you around for. That one right there. That point of view. So yes, my name is Cody Bradley and I have Thad Bell with me and Robert Russert with me.
2: Yes, yes, you do. You yeah, and one earlier. game does not a Greg Burhalter career make, but we'll, we'll we'll give him the One break. there was two. Okay. Two. Oh, come on. Can we Yeah, I know. <laughs> come on. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> we got the game on Wednesday at CMP. The women advanced today, but we want to talk about Sporting Kansas City. Because there's good stuff to talk about, kind of, I guess. Three. One
2: point away from the playoff line. Come yeah. on. Yeah, there's, with there's three, other three other teams.
1: <laughs> okay, I have a proposal to make, and I, I mean, i got to get some feedback on this, but in baseball, there's like the Mendoza line, like it was like batting 200 or something, right? Yeah, yeah. What's There's got to be an MLS thing, like the, the the San Jose line, right, or the Colorado Rapids line. You're right. above that, you're in the playoffs. Below that, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was just call, call the, the Rapids
2: for nothing anyway.
0: Yeah, we got to like insult <laughs> some other team for
1: that yeah. process though.
0: But man, the uh, MLS it just changes so much. Like no one actually is on that line every year. There are teams way below the line. so That's
1: why
2: we go with Colorado or San Jose cuz yeah. that's pretty apt. I I tend to want to go to the Revolution for some reason. I don't know why. Anyway. Well, so yes, no matter how you <laughs> the craft think craft line. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs>
0: Uh, so no matter no matter how you think that game went or how good they looked, there's three reasons to talk about them. Three points that is a is very refreshing, and yes, got them back in the discussion for the playoffs.
2: And Not Cody, the, what are those three points? What are those three points? The three points that they scored. Oh, <laughs> for the yes. one goal.
1: Bob's a little slow today.
2: No, no. I thought he had three pointed points, but you know, okay. Yeah. Shut out. How about that? He thought I was
0: being clever and
2: I actually tying it off. right. Exactly. No.
1: no. (laughs) Yeah. A little too much anticipation,
2: (laughs) high
0: expectation. It gave me too much credit. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, So we actually just kind of watched the highlights really quickly before we started this and they did. They don't let me on that side of the desk. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you could have moved over here, I guess. <laughs> uh and the one thing Bob was pointing out was Benny Fellhaber on that goal. Oh my god. I mean, I guess before Benny. we like talk why it why it was bad. Benny, I guess we Benny. should It was really good from Gerso. Yes. He did something definitely. really good there. I was impressed. The not only just keeping it in, but then he nutmegged the dude. Before you even get to Gerso, there was good things before Gerso. Seth's pass
1: to Shallow. Oh, in, that was right? sweet. Oh, yeah. Shallow's pass in was actually quite good. Except,
0: except for Benny scuffing it and missing it. <laughs> but then the next one was like,
1: yeah, totally waste.
0: Yeah. It came into Benny and he tried to do something and messed it up horribly. So horribly, he clearly thought the ball was out of bounds and put his hands in his, or put his head in his fans and stopped paying attention while like at the six yard box. Well, I think he
2: was pissed at Gutierrez for getting in the way too. Oh, I think that was yeah. part of it too. Yeah. Cause both of them were going for it. Yeah.
1: And then Gerso saves it. And I don't think Benny knows it was saved. So he's like standing there and he's probably like, probably when he realizes something's going on, he's like,
0: What the hell are you still playing for? Yeah. Literally, the ball was like crossing the goal line whenever he like turned around and saw what was happening. And then just literally just stood there like in awe as everyone ran to celebrate. We're going to yeah. have to ask him about that someday.
1: Did you know what was yeah. going on, Benny? <laughs> hmm.
2: He was like, he got for a few choice whistle. words in, in his mind at the moment. Yeah,
0: yeah, he was clearly frustrated, but it was still pretty funny. <laughs> so that was that was
2: one good point of the three points. There we
0: go. Yeah, let's do this. I did have okay. three the whole time. I can, yes. All right, I Milia,
2: <laughs> Milia, back to Milia. Oh, Cody yeah. even complimenting a goalkeeper. And I, yes. I,
0: and I have a third. I already have a third.
2: Ooh, Ooh. but yes. Let's, let's see if yours and
0: mine are the same. Let's give Melia Well, it's just another player. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Melia uh, returned to his old self, like made several very, very impressive saves.
2: Well, unfortunately, he had to, but. Yeah.
0: Yes, that was an issue for sure. No. But that's kind of, you know, that was the whole thing. He was, you know, when this team was at its best, he literally was saving points, like all of the time, just for. Agreed, agreed. You know, he bailed them out countless times, and yeah, he was back to doing that again.
1: Well, and. When they were at their best, he would make one or two really good saves in a game. He wouldn't have to make four or five most of the time.
0: <laughs> Which he did in this one, yeah.
1: And But, I mean, he did once in a while, don't get me wrong, but usually it was more like that one critical save, two critical saves, and then the defense shut the rest of it down well enough. It wasn't a big deal. Yeah. You know, the easy saves a tree can make, as some friend of <laughs> mine
2: once said. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right, what's your third point then? Um, your, your person?
0: Well, I, Botan Barath is... Uh, had many, many great moments and he's I can't like we're very lucky to have three center backs that I like. I know I feel like neither of you like Fontas really. No, as much I, as
1: I as do you. like I Fontas. do. Yeah. Hmm. I do like Fontas. I mean he's an excellent passer and I don't think he's a bad defender. He's not fast. So when that's the that's the issue with him. Yeah. If the team is not playing well, he's more of a liability. When the team's playing well he's way more of an asset. So it's
0: yeah. I I I in this game I felt very he felt like a rock back there for the team and I don't know that I've like actually felt like that with Maybe him yet, I guess, or maybe just because the way the team's been playing.
2: And hey, he's good at you know getting away with handballs, so that's good. He did, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't know how that
0: wasn't called. It hit him square in the hand. It was from a long distance. It wasn't like
2: his hand was in a natural position. Is that? But yeah, I, think I think he that's actually
0: it flicked it out. I think it there, was. His, didn't he though? His, his
1: hands were down at his side. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't away from his body in any way, shape, or form. Right. I do think that he may have dribbled that ball down like a. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. He,
0: Yeah, got away with it. Hey, We'll take one.
2: But, Cody, okay, what did you say that you were thinking the entire time, though?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That it was just an inescapable. I was absolutely positive that the equalizer was going to come. And And I'm sure you were not alone. (laughs) And then it was like, oh, my God, was it seven, six minutes at least of stoppage time? I think it was six minutes. Oh, my gosh. I could barely watch the end of that game. Or was it seven? I do think it was seven. Seven was today in the women's game. Yeah, it was six. But yeah, man, that was that was stressful.
2: <laughs> yeah, I kept thinking it was gonna all fall apart.
0: You
1: were far from me alone? And they had
0: several moments too. They were it they came close. So we are, we were talking about Gerso doing well, but he did have that one, that huge breakaway. It was him and Namath, like we're like all alone, one defender, and I was like, absolutely he's gonna mess this up. He's got way too much time to think about it. He's dribbling it from almost midfield. Well, how how, messed how did up he mess too. it up? How, <laughs> so, yeah.
1: how did he mess it up?
0: Well, he almost fell is how that started, is how the whole sequence started. He almost fell over. Okay, and then? And then uh, it didn't, couldn't make the pass, right? It was just the pass was deflected? Is I don't think he happened? made a pass at all. Oh. I think he oh, took a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and
1: you know why he didn't make a pass? Because he saw Nemo play earlier that day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nemeth did have a very poor moment there.
1: Yeah, he doesn't play well when he comes back from Hungary. Botan, however, plays well when he comes back from Hungary.
0: He did He did in that one, and that was a big part of why they got all three points, I think.
1: And they did it without Johnny Russell. No Johnny. They did it with, what, 60-ish minutes of Beasler,
0: Who is, for the most part, healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I know I saw a lot of people like, oh my God, he's injured again. No, it was like a plan thing. He was staying in until he got tired or tight or whatever word that you want to use, but... There was a he. They he was gonna play until he gave the signal to come out, and then Fontes came in.
2: And they did it with Lee playing on the right, right, At least for a while, which is odd. Gotta and do what you gotta do. A rare Gideon Zalalem
0: sighting as well. And I didn't get to watch a lot of it live,
1: so watching it when watching a replay of it is just not as like engrossing. So it's harder for me to watch it like steadily. How did he look? Do you
0: think he was very hesitant? There were times it looked like it looked like he was his main goal. Like when he got the ball, was to like try to find Felipe or like you know try to find one of the other midfielders like really quick. And you know there were there were times that hesitation or you know he was enough that that definitely kind of hurt them. And there was at least at least one turnover that I'm thinking of, but. You know they were they were good. He was covering a lot of ground, and to, and I I will assume he
1: was like mostly keeping control of the ball, yeah. mostly like keeping it out of the other team's hands, except for maybe a bad
0: pass. It was there. yeah, there was at least one I'm thinking of because that
1: does seem to be his strength. Is like you give him a ball, he doesn't turn it over in bad spots too often. Yeah. Uh, he also doesn't go forward with it very often though, which is kind of weird.
0: He was uh he made some interventions. Like on defense also. So he was he was on both ends which, pretty well.
1: Which is kind of intriguing because, you know, when he came here and everybody's like, oh, you know, oh. he's another midfielder and Peter is like he's going to be a, a, a backup for Ilya, a number six kind of guy. And the more I see him, the more I go, okay, I see why Peter says this because he's mm-hmm. not like he's not a creative number 10. It doesn't. He's, yeah. He's not the high energy number eight kind of guy that you expect a Felipe or Roger to be he probably his traits actually do tend to resemble Eiye more it, and maybe from farther back he will pick out the longer pass where when he's farther up he's trying to pick out a short pass. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. That's that's it'll be it will be interesting to watch him over the next however long he's here.
0: Well, and he got called to the U23s. Yes, he
2: did. For basically a little camp. That's all yeah. it really was, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, which
0: is it is odd. I mean, the lack of his, I guess has he been playing regularly with Swope? No,
1: nah, it's not I mean, that regularly, on. right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they just didn't have the guys alone down as Swope. I mean, they needed him just to be on the bench. So now that as guys are coming back, I will would expect to see more. Get you know a couple more games of Swope here and there. Well, good for him to go get some
0: real game time in. Or I guess if it's just a camp, but they're gonna play games. Well, he I mean he's already back. Oh, that has already happened. Yeah. Oh, I thought I thought we
1: were. Talking no, about was, another one. Oh, no, it was just like a week long, and he—I uh, think they scrimmaged against the uh, U.S. Oh, they, I know they were scrimmaging a closed door session against a Gold Cup team, I believe. So I'm guessing it was the U.S. So that's probably hmm. that's part of why they were called up. Plus, they wanted to take a look at the guys who could be around for the World Cup. Quali- I mean, the Olympic qualifying.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Um so yeah, Sporting Kansas City just one point back now after one win. Maybe the world is not on fire.
2: Yeah, it's but you know what happened fire, last time they bad. won. Yeah, I know. They didn't feel their flat on their face next game, so we'll see what happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, things things seem to be slowly getting back though. And
1: I do feel if you look at the last few games, there's a progression that they are getting better the last if quite honestly i think the last open cup game is you can throw that one a little bit out of the window because yeah. i don't think anybody was interested in playing more games this year so that may have been less of a motivator than it is most years and uh has actually even told me he goes you know i'm gonna go out and try to win everything we can but yeah it's probably good we only have one thing to focus on right
2: now right. No, it was like gotten five biggest... points out of three road games that's that's pretty good yeah. right but that's like the
1: biggest admission out of for is that he didn't about right. something yeah you know, that is for sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's the biggest admission of not caring about something since the CCL a few years ago <laughs> when they they uh, put out Swope Park Rangers against Vancouver and then didn't <laughs> advance. Yeah. Well, because he was mad. Yeah. He was mad about the schedule for that one. So he like oh, you're not gonna give me a fair chance to because he asked to get a game moved because they were playing like in Vancouver in Central America in Seattle in Central America and back. I mean it was like stupidly bad travel and once he. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Yep, cool. I'm not gonna care."
2: No, it's actually good to hear from Peter that he's thinking that way. So I think they've got read one of your the articles.
0: <laughs> they're going to Rio Tinto the riot on Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. Saturday, Saturday. yes, Saturday, Yes, I said confidently, <laughs> and yeah, they could. Man, they could turn this into a, like a really incredible June that I don't think anyone was looking for. But you know, it's always a dogfight against good old if they go there and get a point it's a it's a success at this point I mean yeah sporting at their best a point at the riot um, they would accept every time
1: (laughs) yeah and again a lot of people talked about how bad they looked on over the weekend in Columbus all right so Columbus was not nearly at full strength Columbus is struggling also as a team you know et cetera. cetera. Caleb Porter is really not a good coach Uh, we had our old friend John Kempening goal which it's not his fault for the goal they gave up um mm-hmm. and i I'm still not sure if Felipe scored that or Jerso banked it off of his head either right. Way. <laughs> right, yeah, um but it, it still is a success at any time you go and get a win on the road, even when sporting is playing at their best, it's tough to get wins on the road. It's just the way it is, so
0: it, a win was good. Let's take a break before we talk about the the World Cup win. The women advance today with a rather tense game against Spain. But we're going to take a break before we do that. Great. We'll be right back. Well, it's a fun a fight for night. Whoa, whoa.
2: We can gather all our friends all around that zoom. That's not a better thing to do. But it's a fun night. whoa oh it's a fight for night. Whoa, whoa.
1: With our final whistle we're going to celebrate tonight the final whistle
0: blows we're gonna celebrate tonight when the final whistle blows you know we're gonna feel alright. right all right all right
1: (laughs) that was your fancy all right (laughs) all right you were just bragging on that come on
0: (laughs) usa versus spain today u.s gets the two to one win off of two penalty kicks that have caused quite a bit of discussion both
2: of, let's okay, can, can we do it in, in the terms, the context of the Gerso, no PK call?
0: <laughs>
2: okay, Gerso yeah. was clearly diving on that. Yeah. Agreed? Anybody agree with me? Yeah, he, he was clearly diving. That was a dive. Okay, all right. But was he clipped in there? No, I don't think he was even touched.
1: Because, I, I, again, I saw that on a screen in a bar. So, I mean, I. Yeah. when it happened, it looked like he was touched to me.
2: I don't think he was, but... Here's my point. I think that women actually try to stay on their feet before falling as a girso, as opposed to Gerso who just totally flopped. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. Except for one of those we're going to talk about in a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. So three goals today, two for the U S one for Spain, two PKs for the U S first one, uh, Spanish player. I'm not going to even try to, Remember names on that side? And Tobin Heath. And Tobin Heath clips her foot as she's going by her. And she goes and that's a to me that's a clear PK. I don't think that's soft.
2: Yeah, but my ah. point is she tries to stay on her feet before falling.
0: I don't think those things are mutually exclusive there. <laughs> like I think
2: Explain what you mean, Cody.
0: <laughs> I think there was contact. Yeah. But so, I think that it was still very soft.
1: Why is it soft? Is it clearly contact? I think you when, just said there was contact. I
0: think when someone says soft, I think it's because when you watch what happens, you know the contact you saw is not why they went down.
1: Except in this case, I think it was because she stepped on the top of her foot. I, I think you have a very valid argument for the next one. but the first one? Yeah. I think the Spanish player stepped on the top of her foot as she's going by.
0: Yeah, I uh, yeah, the Tobin Heath one is is definitely more of a PK.
1: I would say run by me twenty times, I'll do the same thing. You're going to fall twenty times.
2: Or do people, when they say a penalty is soft, mean for this World Cup game and so much that a call makes that it's almost a sure goal? It has such heavy weight to it. Yeah. Is that what they're referring to? Yeah, as a you want a bigger foul in that moment to mean that so much. I don't know. Is that what they mean? I
0: think soft generally means that they someone saw at least some level of embellishment to it.
1: Okay. Or that it wasn't really a PK. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: It was like, oh, it doesn't have to be called or it's not called or whatever. Yeah. I think that's, that's, a, yeah, I that's, that's, I think that's really where the soft comes into play.
0: A soft PK means you can see it being a PK. Okay, but, then but why does it matter also, if it's soft? Right. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's my p- <laughs> exactly. I'm trying not to yell. That's exactly.
1: My point. I would completely agree with you, Mister <laughs> Wizard.
0: Yeah. No. That's, uh, I agree. I agree. So
1: it's it's either a PK or it's not a PK. Mm-hmm. And the only time I really go into the soft realm is when it's questionable whether it should be a PK.
2: So you think the second one was questionable?
1: I think the second one is a argumentatively questionable PK. Cause I, it's hard for me to see the contact myself in any of the replays that I've seen. It looks like there's contact. And I know I've seen people like, Oh, she took like five steps afterwards. (laughs) No, no, she didn't really. It was like one and then started going down. So if there was no contact, then she dove and we can rule out the women don't ever dive thing. Okay. (laughs) Or there was contact. And it was valid for a, being a PK. Now I will say, in the ref's case, in this particular instance, she was on the 18 line, right on it, mm-hmm. looking directly at the play, and she probably had the best angle to tell if there was contact better right. than any of the TV cameras. Yeah. So when she called it right then and there, like as they were going to it, I mean, I'm, I'm watching it as a replay, so I know at that point I know it's going to be still a valid PK. But I'm like, is there anything clearer and Obvious, which I know isn't necessarily the FIFA term. Because <laughs> there's really not much clear and obvious Going about FIFA, danger water except there. corruption. Okay, um, <laughs> but it, there was nothing clear and obvious to make it not a PK at that point.
2: Once and you I think that. her demeanor, the referee's demeanor, was she was very confident that it was a right. penalty. Yeah, the way she behaved. So, and I,
1: I think she was criticized throughout the game for not throwing some cards on some penalty, on some fouls that occurred. Uh, she was criticized and that, that that may have been fair i kind of fast forwarded through a lot of that so you know i'm watching morgan bounce up and down but uh your mind should not go there cody um
0: whoa whoa he was waiting for pew to come on own own so don't even he's, he's
2: worried about pew don't worry about that
1: <laughs> yeah so anyway it i think she did a fair job at least in that regard
2: Okay, so I'm I'm sorry, but we're talking about PKs. I got to go back to the sporting game because the announcers kept saying that Jersos was a clear PK, blah blah. I was like, no, it's very clear that he dove. Very clear to me. I just
1: can you couldn't get over that. So now I need to go back and because the, the problem for me was like that part wasn't on my recording. Yeah. So,
0: but see, it's the same thing. It's the same thing with the second PK in the women's game. It's like there you know there there was contact on Gerso. does that mean there's a dive i don't like,
2: think there was contact though i, I, do I don't think, think there, there was but I, okay
0: but so that's like that's that's another thing whenever you whenever there's a discussion on one of these pk's like that and the, you always hear well there was contact as in like that's the only qualifier that that means it was a pk right,
2: right but right. it's like cuz you can contact the ball yeah, and what, get the leg and i know but then yeah. it's
0: also it's like so what now if if you touch a player, if you make <laughs> right. contact with a player and they go down, then is that oh, there was contact. <laughs> you know, that's like at some point it's like, okay, maybe there was contact, but does that mean right. it was enough for a foul? And that's kind of what I see on that Gerso one a little bit. Like I think there was contact, but Gerso definitely fell over. Like he definitely just threw himself down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then yeah, on this on this the second one in the women's game. I think there was contact. There probably was contact, but I don't think that's why she went down. I don't think that's what caused her to fall over. I saw her plant that same foot again and then go down.
1: Actually, if I remember correctly, she planted the opposite foot like a normal run. The foot, that the leg that was touched,
0: had a lot of weight on it. It was actually it was actually stretched
1: out like too far. It was not like a normal run thing. So it was like maybe Agreed. she was compensating for
0: it. Yeah, she, it was not a normal s- step, but it's like I you could see her put her weight on there, and then drop. Is what I'm saying.
1: But but it was like stretched out too far. I mean that's yeah. when you're. Yeah. I mean it's like she, maybe she was compensating for because of the contact. She was like trying to stretch it. Out. I don't know. I mean I'm yeah. I I have not really ever seen Rose Lavelle
0: dive. Okay. Yeah, that's I yeah she.
1: There's maybe a couple other players on that team I would maybe accuse of that on occasion, but I've I've never seen her dive. I'm not saying she hasn't. I'm not saying she didn't, in in, in any way, shape, or form. But I've never really seen her do that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well. Well, speaking of her, that uh, she had like the play of the game, that was a pass to Rapino that didn't get finished, but that was like the most beautiful part of the game. She beat a girl and then threaded it through like three different players and had them all turned around, like looked them off one way, passed it behind them. It was beautiful. I like me some Rose Lavelle. Yeah, me too. She's good. Yeah. She's done that nice, like final pass into the box, like several times throughout this world cup. It's very nice.
1: And too many people don't finish it when there's actually a team (laughs) they're playing against instead of Thailand.
2: So are these women good enough to beat France in France? Come, is it Friday?
0: I'm ready for what Rapino calls she hopes it's a circus shit show. <laughs> and I'm yeah. like here for that. I wanna see that. I don't know what it is, but I wanna see it.
2: <laughs> shit show circus it's like Madagascar
1: okay. four or something. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, all right.
0: Uh yeah, no, that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a great game. It's kind of a shame that it's happening now, you know, as opposed to later on in the tournament.
2: True. Well, it's just quarterfinals, right? Yeah. Okay. Are,
0: they are at the quarters? But, oh, well, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Quarters. Yeah. That's, but your that's question
2: cool.
1: was are they capable of beating them?
0: Yes, they are.
1: Yes, but they, they are. are. They have the talent, they have the ability. The question is does the coach put out the right players and does the coach put out the right game plan? hmm. France is good. So is the U.S. I think Jill Ellis is not a great coach. I've said it before. I think she's a better coach now than she was four years ago at the World Cup but that is basically she's up to, like, her B license now. <laughs> <laughs> and personally, I like her. I had some great conversations with her and totally off, like, away from soccer stuff, and she was wonderful to talk to. She was a super great person. I just don't think she's a great coach. And I think she got out coached. I don't think she made good subs today or the team was screaming for help out there and fresh legs. Where You know, where was Mallory Pugh and Kristen Press and all that stuff? And she, I think her first sub was in the 85th minute.
0: Yeah. Well, silence. I do uh I do s- see them beating France, but I'm definitely excited for this matchup.
1: And I'm not sure what the hell Rapino means by that, but I'm Circus sure it's yeah. shit show.
0: <laughs> okay, any last takes there? Oh, no, I wanted to say <laughs> I wanted to say the the girl's name that scored the goal for Spain. Jennifer Hermoso, what a last name! (laughs) And it was a beautiful goal. As was was it actually Jennifer? As is her last name, yeah. Jenny, yeah, it's Jenny on this. Well, I don't know. I mean, Foot Mob was saying Jennifer, Jenny Hermoso, yeah, with a Hermosa goal lasso. Okay. Any final words with the women?
2: Uh, I'm thinking of skipping work. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) Does your boss listen? Uh, No. (laughs) No.
0: (laughs) Well, that surprises me. I thought we were so famous.
1: (laughs) Yes, we're very famous.
0: Okay, on to the men. The Gold Cup. CONCACAF Gold Cup. USA versus Panama at CMP on Wednesday night. The U.S. has already clinched advancement, but not the top of the group. That will be
1: settled on Wednesday.
0: Are you confident of that? It will be settled,
1: yes. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) yes, yes, it will be. Yeah, right. I don't know where they'll be, but yes, it'll
2: be settled. Against now World Cup experienced Panama. Yes, true
0: that. (laughs) Okay, well, are they going to, what do they need? They need just the draw, correct? Yeah. Yes
1: draw or win they advance they have better goal differential than panama they've scored more goals against their friendly trinidad team with the former sporting player on it do you know that on panama no trinidad who daniel cyrus oh Um, yeah he played two games for sporting very nice Was part of the caribbean combine process that they did for a while
0: hmm Cool for a team. while <laughs>
1: yep and also did you see martinique scared mexico
0: oh yeah and i was like what do you mean by scared yeah no that was yeah that was pretty crazy
1: it was i mean they, they were like up three nothing and then martinique scored two goals right. and had some pressure at some point yeah, but the second fun. goal did you see that goal
0: uh the second goal oh i saw the f- highlights yeah 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 or
1: was it the was it the first goal it was the free kick
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was
1: that the first one or the second
0: one? I can't remember. But anyway. That, that was pretty.
1: That was scored by a guy that had signed with Sporting Kansas City also. Kevin Parsmane.
0: That does don't not. Don't remember that. Yeah, yet. that does not Well, he familiar. never
1: actually joined the team because FIFA wouldn't let him. Actually, France wouldn't let him. They're assholes.
0: <laughs> when was this? A couple of years ago. See, that I didn't know what you were talking about until you said that uh, France wouldn't let him. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Like a yeah, I think I do remember that.
1: Yeah, he was playing in uh, Martinique because he he was actually people was with Seattle for a little while. Blew out his ACL. Uh, scored like he's before that he scored like a Galazzo for him in Open Cup or something like that. And anyway, he tore his ACL. He was out. He didn't come back quickly, and went to play in Martinique and they're really high level leagues. So it was totally amateur, right? So. Sporting tried to sign him a couple of years ago in the offseason, like or outside of the window, but he was an amateur because he was an amateur. They couldn't sign him. That's right. If yeah. he was an out of contract pro, which he was because he had been pro, but because he was officially registered with an amateur team and it was if France, if the France Federation had said, yeah, it's cool. Sporting could assign him, but they said, nope, you can no can have him
0: i do remember is that, that, yeah, that your french accent <laughs> Yeah, good lord I, I
1: barely do american accents good <laughs> I mean, I what you think.
0: um so yes yeah, so we talk about the lineup
2: yeah so you're you were mentioning altador you think he should be starting or
0: well yeah i i, I don't i think he's better than Giassi. but better Eddie, in but he, what way I think he's a better goal scorer. Mm-hmm. And also he came on the field and set up that. Josie came on the field and set up that other goal with a nice touch, like very quickly. Uh, I know Josie. You should say their last name. Josie
1: and Josie. This yes. <laughs> is too close the way you say it. So.
0: You're right. So yeah, Zardis had a very good goal. That was pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like. I mean, didn't that surprise you? And anyone listening? <laughs> yes, it kinda a little surprised bit. Surprised you that it happened, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, not totally. Well, he a was little not, bit.
1: He was not terrible.
0: I mean, mm-hmm. I literally, I guess the goal that uh, was backboarded off of his face in that last game like gave him some bit of confidence going into <laughs> this, which I guess that's good.
1: Again, it, a rebound counts.
0: But yeah, so even if you're Burhalter and you think Zardis is your starter, you're number one, wouldn't this be a good game to give Josie the start, give Altador the start.
2: Saves artists, legs a little bit for the next round, but,
1: or play Zardis and let Josie be fresh for the tougher competition. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. I well, mean, that's, not if you yeah, think Zardis I, is your starter.
0: Yeah. But that's what I'm saying for, for Burr altar. That's like, if you're him, like, wouldn't you, you know, isn't this a good time to,
1: yeah. And I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'd, I, I'd, I I have a tough time trying to say who should be the starter at this point with the national team. Yeah, Um, at least in that role. I mean, until like the redhead kid from St. Louis comes over, (laughs) that that that'll that'll be a little bit different.
0: But yeah, they're missing him. I think.
1: Yeah, and I I'm and there was all the controversy about him not being at this roster, and I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. He's I've seen too many times like young kids that like play too many games in a row and too much time. He needs some time off, so he he was, it's it's cool, yeah. Um, let him go report early and win a spot. Okay, that's that's fine. So anyway, today he did say at training that Greg Berhalter, yes, that guy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he did say today that the group that played, uh, they they all have recovered well. They look fresh, etc. And he. He thinks that they are all ready to play in the next game. I mean, he didn't say that would be the starting lineup, but he kind of alluded to the bulk of them could be starting because that's they're all they're all fresh and ready to go. They they aren't tired from that game. So uh, I would think that that's probably going to be a very similar to that lineup.
0: Yeah, and that's one thing the U.S. team has not had for a very long time is any bit of consistency with the lineup. Correct. So even if you don't like the lineup, maybe it's like somewhat refreshing to see like the same guys try to work together, you know?
1: And, uh, who's the two center backs in this last game? Uh, was it
0: Gonzalez? No,
1: I don't think so. Well, uh, can't, remember this. and, uh, Zimmerman. Oh yeah. Right. And Reem was like left back.
0: Yeah. And he scored two goals. That's right. Okay. Not Reem, Sorry.
1: Uh, Long. Yeah. Long,
0: Aaron Long from
2: yeah. Red Bulls. Yeah. Right.
1: Because every time I saw A Long, I kept thinking Allie Long from the women. Sorry. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, those
0: were two really good goals. I liked uh and Pulissa got the assist and then got one himself. That was very good to see.
1: Some confidence and some.
0: Momentum. I screamed there. I like I like celebrated uh way more than I should have with that goal. Like it was I don't know what <laughs> that was the sixth goal or fifth goal. And he put that in, and I was like, "Yes, Pulasek, thank you!" Like he needed that so bad. So yeah, and he's playing well. I like him. I like him in this role. Okay,
1: I'll put a, a dollar bet that he scores at Children's Mercy Park.
2: A dollar. Another, I don't. Wow. I don't bet a lot, man. <laughs> another
0: another goal for him at Children's Mercy Park. Exactly. Because we got to witness his first ever first team goal with the national yep. team.
1: When he was super tired because he took a plane trip the night before. Yeah. Until, like, was it high school reunion? I mean, our high school, like, homecoming or yeah, somebody's wedding or
0: something? Back in Hershey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so and then he flew back in the middle of the night. and
0: Yeah. Got his first goal right in front of us. That was cool. That was fun. So, yeah, I'm very excited for this game. I have family in town, but I'm I'm still going to go to this.
2: But going back to your point, I, I would like to see Josie up front. Um, yeah, I think he's he's got that physical, you know, imposing strength he's got the he combines better i think he is a better finisher than zardes and you know criticize me for this but him and bradley are used to working together yeah you got that no there's there's something there to that yeah Yeah, that's yeah
0: i don't know what does jossie zardes do better than josie Altador?
2: i think maybe he just finds those pockets those spaces the right place right time
0: yeah. Okay. Maybe that's true. Faster, but, but then it's like Josie's the one that can create it out of nothing. Exactly. As opposed right. To needing that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's faster
2: in the open field. Yeah. Okay. Field. okay yeah. yeah. Sure. And then a but he
0: seems slower on the ball. Yeah, you're right. In the open field, like if they were, you know, running a fifty yard dash, Josie would win that for sure. But I don't it, know. He if does. If he's seem, running with
1: the ball versus Josie running with the ball. I don't know that with the
2: ball. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah,
1: I mean, because you're, if you're gonna make that comparison, like he's slow with the ball. Well, here's what would
2: happen: you get to like forty yard line, and Josie would pull his hamstring. So, <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> then that so it wouldn't be, even matter. <laughs> that may be why he's not playing as much. Yeah, maybe. Well,
0: yeah, that's what I mean. That's I turned on the pregame to that, which isn't something I normally do, but I turned on the pregame for that game, and that's what they were. Every single bit of that conversation was. You know, if we don't see him tonight, there's definitely something wrong with him, or are they hiding an injury? <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. He he looks pretty good when
1: and he was practicing. He they today at practice they took a like one group of players went off pretty quick, like when they let us come out there, and that was the guys who I think were the starters, the Pulisacks, the McKinneys, and Bradleys uh, from the last game, and then a lot of those other guys stayed out and did some extra finishing and some small sided games, and they were practicing certain situations which i mean I, I was actually very glad to see some of that because mm-hmm. that's the stuff i want to see him working with those guys about it's not just like it wasn't just uh you know run a drill and shoot the ball kind of thing it was working on certain type of situations clearing balls out and things like that so it, i actually i did appreciate that extra time today and it I, it made me appreciate
0: Bur- burr halter's uh process well damn dude i hope the national team coach is doing more than just making them go out there and <laughs> scrimmage. Like, good luck, guys. Like, I hope they're doing.
1: more. Uh, <laughs> I've seen national team coaches do no more than that. Ugh. And when I say scrimmage, I mean I don't even. Sometimes they weren't even doing that. They were doing, you know, it was like rondo, like small rondos, or but it was like finishing drills, maybe. But yeah. it was definitely working on certain situations with those guys today. So it, he's definitely working on that sort of thing with them right now. How far do you think they can
0: go? Oof, that I don't know. They I, still, I, I'm not. I mean, they obviously haven't played anyone good no. yet, so it's still hard to tell anything. Is but there's there some guys. There, are, there are guys on the team that are looking good. Tyler Boyd looks good. I was just going like, to say, is there any new guys that are impressing you? He's Tyler out there. Boyd. He wants to score. I like Paul Areola. His like looks yes, really good. Yeah, he's look good. Yes. That's you know one thing we talked about with this team is lacking that fierceness and grittiness. And it, he seems he's a guy that's out there that's like gonna do that. I like him on this team. I wasn't sure about that at first, but but yeah, he's out there doing it. Boyd or Ariola? Oh, I was on Ariola there. Yeah, but no, I like I like Tyler Boyd. Man, he's that dude wants to score bad. What no matter where he's at on the field, apparently.
1: Yeah, you know, going back to his joke up earlier about Josie pulling his hamstring if he runs forty yards, kind of thing, right? That just always like makes me think that like, there's certain players who definitely play well enough that they deserve to be on the national team but it seems like yeah. every other national team camp they're injured DeAndre Yedlin Josie Altidore I was thinking of Yedlin myself and I don't know I mean I know there's a couple others I was thinking about earlier but they're not Bobby and Johnson way. back in the day he was yeah. always <laughs> like right. that yeah um, and there's these guys who play well enough with their team and they when they play for the national team they usually showed well but they were hurt it's like every, it's like they played fine for their their club team and then all of a sudden they
0: Nope, I'm hurt. Can't play. It's Well, it,
2: Jordan Morris. Yeah, there you I go. Mean, there's another one. Yeah, yeah he looked – I thought he looked good coming in and last it's, game. But. It's
0: honestly starting to look like Weston McKinney is going to be like that also. He's getting hurt very often and seems perpetually hurt also. But I like his well, game it, a lot.
1: There's a there's a little bit to worry about that, but I don't think he's quite to that level yet because he's there now. So. Yeah. But, yeah, it, and that does give me a lot of hope. I mean, Pulisic, McKinney, Way, Waya. Well, yeah. Playing together at some point, and with some of these other guys who you know, uh, Jordy, whatever his name is, Jordy, I, I can't say his name. It's like whatever that guy is. Dang, I don't even know who we're. Re- I'll pull it up in a second. <laughs> okay. Um, but there's a lot of these guys who I mean impress me that I think can be good at some point.
0: Yeah, it's. I'm. I still think it's. Not it's in in a bet. We were just talking about a shit show. This is a bad version of a shit show. I still think it is. You know, it's the two wins have been fun. They've looked pretty good. Some players to like, but it's still just there's still so much of like the organization and all that that just makes me wonder what the heck they're doing. And like I get what you're saying. Give Josh Sargent a break, but I think that they messed up on not putting him on either of those teams. I mean. You don't have to like play him every game for either one of them, but I would have liked to have seen him with the first team.
1: I would too, but I I, I still think he needs that break. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with it. He had yeah, to, I know, I get cause that because he was in the one camp and it was, you know, yeah, done and that's yeah, fine. he he did he did his time, <laughs> and yeah, it's these guys have time. I mean, let's not kill them now when they're eighteen. I want to I see, see him scoring goals when he's twenty one and twenty four. I mean,
0: it's not like he played; he was playing ninety minutes every couple of days for Werder, though. Well, see, that's part of the problem. Yeah, is if he was playing ninety minutes
1: for him, then it would be a different thing. But he hasn't been playing full time, and that's you can see that with a lot of guys at that age if they're not playing full time for the their senior team, if they're not playing for their USL team or whatever equivalent for you know Germany or England or whatever. Yeah. So,
2: okay. So, is there going to be a sellout at C&P, uh Wednesday night? Have I heard anything about that? Because that would not look good if there was was not at least near, very near one.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't I've, know if that would look that you know look too bad. I've heard it
2: was mostly
0: sold out. Okay, I'm sure it will be. People go out every every time they go out for that. Man, they sold out the a meaningless women's game on a on a Wednesday.
2: Yeah, but that's 13-year-old girls. <laughs>
0: yeah, but there's 13-year-old boys that want to go to this game too, right? <laughs> okay, so are we going to wrap up here?
2: Well, I've got a couple of questions for Thad. Thad, um, you know, Michael Bradley does have this kind of reputation of being a bit of a, well, ass. Do you get that demeanor from him? Does he seem yes. to be that way when you're around him? You've been yes. around him more than any of us have. Yes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. They care to (laughs) elaborate or short answer and long answer. (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I mean, he's, he's an ass. Okay. He's, he's a talented player. I'm not going to argue that point. And you can, you can debate whether or not you want him in the national team or any of that stuff or how much heart he has or any of that other crap. But he is a talented player. He can be one of our best
0: players at any time.
1: He can be also one of the... But mediocre. he never is. I agree with that <laughs> sentence.
0: He just never is.
1: I won't even say that. There are there are times that he is our best player.
0: I want you to talk more about uh, other national team players that you hate as people, <laughs> male and female. Because I know there's like... You got several that you have... Well, before
2: we go there... <laughs> um,
0: What was your other question? My other question was
2: just... I, and this is just a basic question, but I imagine you know. Of course, they have a routine they go through. But when do you have any idea if they're using everything at Pinnacle, you know, that's their technology wise, recovery wise, or are they stick into their mostly routine that they're used to?
1: That's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I talked to Kenny Ishi today. I don't know if you know him. He was the former former trainer for Sporting. Mm-hmm, right.
0: He's there still. No. Oh, no! That's I'm asking. You just said you talked to him, so he was yeah. there. Yeah, because he's Why?
1: the U.S. national team, right? Theater. Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Wait. So I thought I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right.
1: Um, right. he was he he left right when the pinnacle opened, and yeah, he was. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, uh, I know like uh, Chet North was like heavy in the design of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Chet was like the longtime trainer for for the Wizards and Sporting, and uh, Kenny was there for several years when Chet kind of moved higher up in the, the organization right so chet was really big and involved in designing and researching and finding all that stuff he's that's who i should have called to be on the, the show mm-hmm. um, but anyway kenny was there while this all was going on also so he probably you know he helped give input and sure all that stuff so it was after he left here he went back to japan with his family and started a small business essentially and now he's the trainer for the u.s national team Um, I'm not quite sure how that worked, but it's good for him because I I, Kenny's a good guy. I like him. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, I saw him today and I said, "Hey, you know, how's it being back here?" And he's like, "Hey, I was here like once for like a week before I left." And but he goes, "It's good to see like some of this stuff and put it into play." So, oh, okay.
2: I don't think they're probably using every single thing they
1: have in there because I mean, some of that like um, you know, those things where there's the pressure plates that determine like if you're you're your your stride is exactly the same on both sides that elaborate that they probably don't need to do that now in the middle of a tournament right unless maybe somebody was hurt that might be a point where they would do it but Mm -hmm. um i know that they are using a lot of at least the other stuff so yeah cool they were impressed with the place
0: how could you not be (laughs) (laughs) it's beautiful
1: Tomorrow will be a really fun little interesting moment because this is the first time the men's national team was there. The, the women were right. there last year right? and youth teams have been there a couple times, but this is the first time the senior team for the men were there is there. And tomorrow there will be a small overlap that sporting and the U S national team will be training at the same time on the fields
0: because it's big enough to do so.
2: Cool. Very nice. And you'll be there. Yes.
1: All right. At least till they kick me out. <laughs>
0: I saw it's at, like, 9 a.m. is when it's open tomorrow.
1: Well, the training should start at 10 for sporting. Nine's for media availability. Right, yeah. And then 11 is the U.S. national
0: team. the national team availability.
1: So unless Peter cuts it really super short, like, you know, just regen and walk away, which he has done a few times on open days. Thanks, Peter. Uh, But anyway, they should at least overlap a little bit. But see, that's like always one of my hopes is like national team guys come there and look at it and go, hey, this is pretty cool. This would not be a bad place to play.
0: Right. It's a good advertisement.
1: One of the uh, one of the people that was there today because he's follows the national team. But he's Colorado guy. Uh, Marcelo Balboa. Oh, yeah. So cello.
0: Nice. What I whenever I see him, I always think of he had like one of the best goals in MLS history. You know what I'm he's talking about that bicycle yeah. off the corner kick, that's holy! One of the best bicycles wow. I've ever seen. Period. Yeah, literally in any league. Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah, no, that's he's a he's a guy like I always, I, I kind of told Patrick today. I'm like, okay, I'm really not much of a fanboy when there's players around and stuff. I, you know, I'm like, I'm oh, pretty. Oh, you like Balboa? But I'm like, man, I just <laughs> want to go up. A and man. He's I a just want to go up and go, hey,
2: dude, I've been a big fan of yours. <laughs> <since,"> you
0: <know. laughs> nice. I so like you know I work here at the radio station. There is often a lot of people in here and walking around. So I'm, I'm like pretty cool most of the time, but I will say one guy that was in here that we that I was like kind of cheesing about was Trent green. <laughs> oh yeah. I was like, he was here and I was like, I was like, Oh my God, is that Trent? Is that Trent green? I was like kind of nerdy around it.
2: Can I tell you a good friend story of mine? Same thing.
0: Let's have a good Trent green story before we get out of here.
1: Yeah. Totally wrong sport. But, uh, <laughs> I shot an event that he was like doing the signing at. Right. And it was Really cool because I'm standing there just like as people taking stuff signed, taking pictures and stuff. And he told this story a couple different times. Somebody's getting like a statue of him, uh, you know. It's like it's got like the little wavy grass kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And he's signing that, <laughs> and he and he takes like two minutes to sign his name on this little wavy grass stuff. And they're like, "Wow, thanks, you know, you're taking so much time." He goes, "When I was a kid, he goes, I think I think it was Chicago. He went to like a ball game for the, you know, the, the when the Cubs are playing, and." Saw some guy, you know, some famous player and the guy signed a ball for him and threw it back to him. Right. And he goes back and shows his friends. And they're like, oh, you faked that. That was that's not his handwriting. That's not his signature. No, it's nothing like it. Yeah. Right. So he goes, ever since then, I vowed that when I grew up, if I became famous, I would make sure that every single one of my signatures was legible and looked like mine every single time. So he practiced to make sure his, his signature was the same. And whenever he signs like some awkward thing, he takes the extra time to make sure it looks exactly like his signature.
0: Good guy Trent Green. That's why we liked him here so much. So I appreciate that guy. All right, <laughs> so on that football note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry for the offbeat thing there. <laughs> uh so yeah, we're gonna get out of here. We will see you at the game hopefully on wednesday at children's mercy in the meantime go on the testament.com, make an account leave us a comment follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at Blue Testament KC. thank you very much for listening we'll talk to you next time sporting go sporting Woo. we're the red and the white and the blue and we're coming for you we'll take on the world and we'll take you too so stay standing tall proud and true the crowd. 90 minutes Bro